What's up, fuckers? Welcome back to the <laughs> Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Sal. And I'm your host, Cruz. I like that. <laughs> I say we keep it. I'm sure that's going to be aggressive for some people. Fuck but yeah. I, I like, that's a vibe. Yeah. I'm down for that. Jujutsu Kaisen gets a special event. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Jujufisi? It's, uh, I don't know, they have it written as, uh, in the press release I saw, Jujufest. Not Jujufest. I don't know if that was a typo. I feel like it was a typo. Well, I'm going to call it Jujufest. But yeah, Jujufest 2021. They made sure to write 2021. Are they going to do one next year? Maybe. Maybe not. But either way, it's getting its own special little event on June 13th. Dude, when I hear Juju Fest, I think of that really... Juju Bees. Juju Bees, the candy, the little gummies. No, I was thinking of that really shitty uh, game that came out back in the day where everyone wanted their own mascot. It was like something in the bad Juju. It was like what? a little Native American dude. It's a video Are you talking about Tack and the power of Juju? Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, he's like a tribal dude. But yeah. He's, little, he's got a big ass nose and a yeah, big head. Yeah, big ass head, yeah. He had a, he had a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stacking the power of Juju. That's what I thought when you said Juju Fest. Oh. It was no, that I shitty just, cartoon. Whenever I hear Juju, I just think of Juju Beast, the little chewy gummies that like are way too sticky, and they stick to your teeth, and it's like, why does anybody fucking eat these ever? This is like chewing on a tire. Uh, Crunchyroll Games is going to be shutting down like a, like a bunch of their games. They put out a press release. Think about uh, a week ago from us recording this saying that they're shutting down Grand Alliance, they're shutting down Mob Psycho 100 Psycho Battle, they're shutting down Ruby Crystal Match, and they're shutting down Master of the Dead. And the thing that I thought was interesting about that is that Grand Alliance is like a huge moneymaker for them. So that seemed like a weird addition to the list. Because I I see those ads all the time. I see people talk about how, oh, you know, they, they like to play it a lot. I've never played it myself. I, yeah, I don't. I think I tried it and didn't like it. But I think this is the second iteration for Grand Alliance. I think they had one before that was also successful, and then they just changed it. So they're probably doing the same thing again. So you think you think they're gonna be like it's shutting down? Here's this like the sequel, or here's a yeah. another. Okay, I mean, I guess it's possible because again, it seems like by all appearances, it should make them quite a bit of money. Yeah. So to to decide like, hey, we're gonna shut it down. There's got to be something else to it. Yeah, but the mob psycho one makes sense. You know, the the thing's over. Yeah. You can't really milk it if it's already done. Yeah. I'm surprised Ruby is still a thing. Everyone that I know that's seen it fucking hates it. Yeah, everybody that I know that like when it came out was like. Dude, you should watch Ruby. It's good. It looks a little bit like shit, but it's good. Check it out. Check it out. Like, as it went on, people were just like, I fucking hate this. Why is it doing this? Like, I know people like the character designs more than actually watching it. Because I think there's one that's called, like, Napoleon, like the ice cream. That she's all Neapolitan? Like, there we go. I've always thought Na- it was Napoleon. Napoleon is the French, the French general guy, Napoleon yeah. Bonaparte. Yeah, that wasn't short. Well, I mean, he is. People say that, like, he wasn't short. He was the average height for a Frenchman. It's all propaganda. He was the average height for a Frenchman. Yes. He was still, like, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, That's kind of short. That's average height for a Mexican man for It's Mexico. average height for, I believe, an adult male worldwide. But when you talk about, like, from our perspective, in the United States, the average height for, uh, for yeah. And then, obviously, you go to some of the Nordic countries and fucking the average height's like 5'10", 5'11". Those Damn, fuckers I'm are short huge. over there. But, um, yeah, for a Frenchman, he wasn't short, but he was still short. Like, he was, 
It's still kind of short. Anyway, because you wouldn't be like that guy. Like there was a Hobbit, right? Let's just pretend Hobbits existed, and let's just pretend like the, the British were all legitimate Hobbits, right? Are they short? I don't know, but swap them out for like the Hobbits you imagine when you think of like Middle Earth, like when I think of shit. Hobbits in real life, I think of um, Filipinos. Well, no, because Hobbits are actually like small, small, small. Yeah. So like I'm talking about Lord of the Rings shit, like three foot tall dudes, right? Like tiny, mm. tiny, tiny. If the entirety of England was that, and one of them was like a, you know, like a very important leader in some way, and there was this whole campaign where they were like, that guy's short. You couldn't come at me with, he's actually average height for what he, he's still short. <laughs> he's still a hobbit. He might not be the shortest hobbit, but he's still short. Napoleon Bonaparte, that's the reason why I hate that factoid, is because Napoleon Bonaparte, still short. Yeah, he was average height for a Frenchman, but he's still short. Now, there's nothing wrong with being short. Yeah, it kind of feels like you're hating on CJ right now. Oh, that's right. CJ's 5'7". CJ's short, yeah. No, no, I think he's 5'6". Yeah, I think he's 5'6". I remember when Adrian told me, I was like, God damn, you're short. He's a small boy. But no, like, I don't get you know, fucking, you know. We could pick him up and toss him. Fucking, you Like know, a barrel. Short men get a bad rap. It sucks for them. All I'm saying is the factoid itself I have a problem with. Because it's predicated on this, like, idea that we're making a whole comparison to him as a part of his people, you know? And yeah, him as a part of his people, not short. Him as a part of the world, short. We're just tall. Moving on to not Napoleon. Not, no, not, no, you started talking about Neapolitan and how she looked like go. Neapolitan. And then I started going off about Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. I know a lot of people like the character design for ruby but no one fucking likes ruby i'm not a big fan of the character design either yeah i don't care either way for it because i never like i don't remember when my roommate tried to get me to watch it he's like oh it's pretty good and it's like it looks like shit it well the thing is the actual like animating stuff i kind of expect it because it's, it's from rooster teeth isn't it yeah it's the same guys who did like red versus blue yeah right I'm... so like you know what you know what their background is and if you know what their background is it makes sense that it looks like that that's what they worked on. For me, the character design I never really got into because it just kind of feels like generic fantasy stuff. Not like high fantasy, like wizards and witches and stuff, but like... The way Ruby characters look is what like I imagine shit. what most VTubers look like. Kind of, yeah. Because like, I, I've only ever watched a handful whenever I've gone to your house and you guys put it on. So like, that's my association with Ruby is VTubers. Like, I yeah. feel like if you were to make a VTuber, you would just grab one from... Ruby, I'm like, this is me. Yeah, I feel like you could take a picture of one of the characters from Ruby and then be like, hey, have you guys heard of this VTuber? And I wouldn't be like, that's not a VTuber. No. But I know what you mean. Second laid-back camp VR game launches April 8th. Uh, they had the first one come out, I think it was like last month. I, I didn't even know, yeah, I didn't even know they came out with a game. It's exactly what you would think a laid-back camp I don't VR know what that is. Like. I remember you and, yeah, I've never watched it. You and Vince were like, yeah, I can hella get behind just hanging out in the wood with my n- and it's just like... That's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, it's girls camping and cooking food for the most part. So. I definitely feel like people like the idea of camping, but then when you get down to it, they're like, fuck this. There's a specific kind of camping I like to do. Actually, recently my wife was like, hey, why don't we go camping for your birthday? Which I can't do for... I have shit that I gotta take care of. Um... But for a little while, that was what we were going to go with. And then she was like, yeah, we can go camping. Uh, we'll go find a spot. We'll grab tents. And then, like, we'll go, you know, we'll go hiking for, like, eight hours. And 
we'll go do this and this and this. And the entire time I'm thinking like, that's not how I camp. And so like, I guess I had this look on my face and she was like, what's wrong? And then I was like, well, it doesn't sound that fun to me. No. Like, that's not what I think of when I camp. And she's like, well, what do you normally do? And then I was like, if I'm being entirely honest, I, I pop up a tent in the middle of the forest. I hang out with some with some friends or family or whatever, cook some food, go fishing, maybe some light hiking. But I'm not like I got to do the, like I literally it's just time for me to relax and sort of reset the old internal clock. Have you been camping before? Not in a long time. Whenever, and maybe it's just a me thing, but whenever I go camping, like I'm used to waking up normally at like maybe like 7 a.m. I go to bed late sometimes, but over time I can fuck up my sleep schedule. Whenever I go camping, because I'm not, you know, it's not like a regular daily experience sort of thing. I wake up whenever the sun's like, it's time to wake up. And I go to bed whenever it gets so dark that I can't do anything. And then that turns out that I wind up going to bed at like, 9 p.m. maybe maybe 10 p.m. and then I wake up at like five in the morning, dude, and I mean, don't feel tired at all. Dude, well I hope not. You slept hella nine to five, it's eight hours. But like if I were to do that now, like if I were to go to bed early and then try to wake up early, I would have to set an alarm. And even if I did that, I'd wake up feeling gross because no. it doesn't matter if I got eight hours if my body's like it's not time yet that it's I'm not going to have a good quality of sleep. Yeah, whereas... no, I can't do that. Like, if I try to go to sleep early, if I sleep before 12, I'll wake up at 3 and then stay awake. So you go to bed at, like, 4 in the morning no, out of necessity. Not not 4, but, like, 1 or 2, I'll, uh, you know, that's when I go to sleep. Uh, Brittany typically calls me when she goes to work around 8 or 9. So I'll sleep from 2 to, you know, 8, and then, you know, that's how I start my day. But, you no, know, if I go to sleep, before 12 for whatever reason my body wakes up at 3 he's like all right that was a cool nap oh, i hate that feeling yeah so that's typically why i don't like to stay up late that but I, i'm but i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna be like all those people be like i have insomnia but it's it's i don't oh no i've i've gotten that pretty i used to have that in uh high school like legitimately like i had to go to a doctor yeah like those people that say they do but they don't go to the doctor they just i just i don't go to sleep till like three but then they wake no, up just, at two, 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, it's like, that's just that's, poor planning. Yeah, that's not insomnia. You just you just went to bed late. Yeah, you went to bed late. No, I had it where, like, I was, like, stressing out hardcore. And I was also um, – I've never been somebody to get, like, crazy acne or anything like that. But during that period, I was, I guess, just because I wasn't sleeping that much. But it was a thing where, like, I was pissed off all the time. And then my, my mom was like, what's going on? And I was like, I can't sleep. And then she was like, all right, well, we'll get you some sleep meds, whatever. And oh, sometimes that would work. Those. Sometimes, yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes I just wouldn't because it was like, I, it'll get me, it'll knock me out, but I hate the way I feel when I wake up. Dude, it knocks me out and then I have nightmares and then I can't wake up because the drugs are affecting me. Mm -hmm. So then I have to go through the whole ass nightmare and then I wake up and I'm like, well, that fucking sucked. Yeah. I would try to go to bed and it was legitimate. Like, I'm going to shut everything off. I'm going to close my door. I'm going to hop into bed. And I'm gonna close, just close my eyes. It's like, you know, even in high school, it was still, I was trying to go to bed at like 8.30. No, I mean. Like hella early. Mm -mm. Just to try to get something. And like, I'd just be in bed. Until like, literally until my body just couldn't stay awake anymore. And then I'd fall asleep. But usually that'd be at like maybe four or five in the morning. And then I gotta get up at like 6.30 to get ready for school. So I'm going to school all bleh. 
Yeah. And then after maybe like two weeks of that, it was like, fuck this. I got to go. <laughs> I got to yeah. go to the doctor and figure this shit out. This is annoying. But that's, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't have insomnia. Just I don't like to sleep that often. Unless it's Sunday. For whatever reason, Sunday's the only day where my body's like, we are sleeping until two in the afternoon. That's because it's because it's like the the holy day. Is yeah, that's when I, God rested. Yeah, it's you gotta weird. rest when it's God fucking, rested. It's weird. I will stay asleep till two if I if nothing wakes me up, then I will stay asleep till two. <laughs> but other than that, I'm typically up around nine or ten, and I'll go to sleep around two, sometimes three. I wonder if that's just your body being like, we've had a whole week of kind of sleeping. Let's no, get that, a whole no. Sleep that's in. definitely how I feel. Like it goes, just like you recharge right. your batteries. Yeah. So so. Anyways, that <laughs> we didn't even talk about laid camp. Laid back laid camp. A- you go. You go camping. That's what the VR experience is. Camp. Hang out with some anime girls. I feel like that's most people's ideal camping. Because when you come, when you think about it, camping real life kind of sucks. Setting up a tent if you don't know how kind of sucks. Learning how to. Make your own fire air quote the legit way with two sticks. That kind of sucks. I use three sticks. That's why it's like, that's why we evolved to make things easier. Yeah. But definitely. No, I hate the whole glamping thing. I hate that more than I hate camping. That's that's generally what my wife likes to do. Is like, let's let's go, let's kind of go camping, but we're going to have a mattress. And yeah, have that, all this. I feel like. And it's that... like, at this point, let's get a cabin. And then we get a cabin and it's like, we're not camping. We're just. That, that's what I feel people's. Ideal is. is and there's nothing is, wrong with it. Yeah. It's just usually when I think camping, I think I want to sleep on the floor. Yeah, sleep on some rocks. Be scared if you hear something in the bushes. You're like, is that a bear? Is that a wolf? Is to that be a fair, rapist? I, I still get that in in a cabin. Yeah, no, I'm terrible when it comes to traveling. Like I get super paranoid as shit. Mm-hmm. When I went to Washington, I I fucking made sure the door was locked. I left the light on. I put shit in front of the door in case someone tried to come in. And then even when we had some friends from Washington come down to California, I was like, all right, when we leave, you put this door right behind us. And I asked them because they drove. I was like, do you have a gun? They're like, no. <laughs> I was like, do you have a knife at least? And he's like, no, why do we need one? And he's like, is this a bad part of town? I'm like, this is Monterey, so you're you're okay, but. Yeah. We actually, one of the first times we got a cabin, just me and my wife, it was, actually, it was me and my wife and then her sister. But, dude, it was mostly Windows. It was mostly windows. My wife loves that shit. That shit scares the fuck out of no, me. No, yeah, fuck no. That's too much. That's too big of a line of sight for me. Like the whole living room, just windows. I hated it. It was terrifying. So like there was a period where I had a really bad toothache because I cracked my tooth and I did go to the dentist for like three months because I'm an idiot. But I, I was staying up because I couldn't go to sleep because my toothache and I'm wandering around and then I wander into the living room and it's just I can just see outside Dude, for have like you seen that a movie? whole area and then I was like no fuck this going back into the other room I ain't dealing with this shit at all what's the name of that movie I think it's called like Hush yeah with the deaf girl yeah, yeah. Brittany showed me that movie and I was like you're never gonna be alone in the woods <laughs> <laughs> thanks for now just ruining this because I'm already paranoid enough and it's just like you out there by yourself no yeah I know what you mean you need at least three dogs in a biochip in your neck to give me your fucking cart rating. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, uh, I usually take my gun whenever we go to a cabin. And it's just, it's not like uh, the same, I guess, level of paranoia with, like, as it seems like with you. It's not more so that I'm afraid that, like, some rando is going to come out of the woods and try to rape me or something. It's just 
my wife likes to go hiking and we go to like literally the middle of like the redwood forest and it's like i know there's bears here i know there's mountain lions and i also know that like it's not super fucking common for somebody to get attacked by them but it happens yeah anyway uh amazon ended up leaking that um the romantic comedy manga Love After World Domination is getting an anime adaptation. They, uh, I think it was the newest issue of I think it was Shonen Jump or it was one of those magazines, right? They listed it early on Amazon, so you can order it. And the cover of it is this, you know, little splash page about this manga getting an anime adaptation. The only problem is they weren't supposed to list it already. And that news had not been announced at all. And I'm pretty sure they were planning on announcing that news through the ma- through that magazine because that's generally how they do it. Yeah. But this is, I think it was like a month in advance of when it was supposed to come out. Damn. So now, granted, there's always the possibility, right, that like it wasn't a real listing and maybe somebody, but it's the same guys who sell the regular mag, you know, monthly magazine. So I have a feeling it was just... They you got published too early. Yeah. So now we know that. Yeah, but at the same time, they make it seem like that's a bad thing when everything nowadays people want to know the earliest anything yeah. in production, which is like back in the day. I'm pretty sure it was different. I prefer like to know like, all oh, right, you know this new thing we're doing comes out tomorrow. I mean, that's also one of the reasons why, like a few years ago, Xbox with their whole like, and it, it you know, we're announcing. Fucking all these new games, and they're out right now. Like, when yeah. they started doing that, everybody started being like, oh, shit, that's really cool. I mean, also, just attaching, like, a leak to a, a property is a big, what do you call it? It's a big thing that brings people in. Yeah, because nowadays it's more about the hype train than the actual product. Nowadays it's more about the leading to the release yeah. than the actual product, because everyone's just, like, jacking each other off, like, but coming I mean, each other's mouths. But, I mean, also, in the case of something like this... I didn't even know what Love After World Domination yeah. was before this. And I'm sure that know. a lot of people that, that found out about it through this, through this news thing that came out, probably didn't know what it was before. Yeah, so I feel like nowadays, as much as I hate it, the earlier your show, air quote, leaks, the more hype you're going to get, the more exposure it's going to get. Because people are like, oh, look at this new thing they didn't want you to know about. It's coming out, and that's going to make people want to look into it so they can pretend to be like oh yeah i knew about that yeah like you fucking with this one uh, in particular love after world domination if if i saw that just as like as a line i'd think like okay it's a romantic comedy anime it's probably about somebody trying to take over the world maybe falling in love with somebody who's trying to stop that right and that is at like looking at what it actually is that is about what it's about but i didn't know about any of this before this announcement and now having seen it now i've gone and i've looked it up and now looking it up i get to see like what is it about how many issues are out right now how long has it been running is it something i'm actually gonna like and then if any of those buttons like any of those boxes get ticked for me now that i know that's getting an anime i can be like oh putting that on the list I'm going to watch out for that shit. And there's a higher likelihood that I'm going to actually watch it when it comes out versus if I didn't know what it was. Plenty of animes come out that are based off of things I never yeah, heard of. And I just I mean. ignore them because I have no attachment to them at all. Why would I want to check it out? So stuff like this, probably a very good way of getting eyes on it and getting a bigger audience than you would have if you just released it. Yep. But anyways, 
Yosuke anime release trailer. Yep. I haven't watched it. It's pretty cool. It looks like it's going to be... I mean, obviously, it's going to be action-packed. It's about a fucking samurai. But um, it almost reminds me of Castlevania, like the way Netflix did Castlevania. Like the art style? I would see more so the pacing. Okay, I was about to say with the art style, I didn't like the one like from the kind Castlevania. Of like, the kind of like franticness of it. It looks like it's going to have that. And I'd imagine it's probably going to have an equal amount of, again, with the Castlevania pacing, the slow build parts. Mm. But they show some action off in the trailer. And that looks like it's going to be hype as fuck. I hope what they didn't do was pull like the best fights. Because I know sometimes anime will do that. They'll be like, oh, we're going to take... You know, the best moments, we'll put them together. It's going to look like it's action-packed. It's going to look like it's awesome. And then you get Fire Force Season 1, which was pretty okay. I like it. I like it, but it's definitely not like... If I saw that... Like, I went in and watched it because of recommendation. But if I just saw that trailer and then I went to go watch it, I'd be like, wow, this is significantly less crazy than it looks like it was going to be. Damn. It did, the trailer definitely makes it look like more hype. No, I didn't watch the trailer. I... And then also, I, the last season of My Hero Academia did that too, where they were like, oh, here's the trailer for this thingy. And then like the actual season, it's a good season. It's a good se- It's not that action-y. Mm, I don't know where you guys are at. I don't want to say because people listening might not, you know. For the anime, they would know. Yeah, I don't want to give Okay, so they're fighting the bird dudes. Oh, wait. The, wait, the which... bird gang. The gang, they're not actual birds, the, but they're masks the look like birds. There's a Nomu involved, but I'm talking about like they're like a regular Yakuza type thing. Oh, they have okay. like an underground layer. Mm. Yeah, those guys. I don't remember anybody's names ever. But you look at the trailer of it and like it shows like Deku fighting this dude. Mm-hmm. And then it shows this like this gentleman villain guy. And then it shows some fighting in the woods. But then you watch the season and you're like, oh, this isn't the whole season. This is like the last three episodes. All of this is the last three episodes. Did they, the last three episodes, did it show Deku fighting the, the bird guy with the plague mask? Yes. So you saw the thing with Red Riot? Yes. That part was hella cool in the manga. But um, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of uh, things that do that. So I'm hoping Yasuke is not one of them. I hope the tone that they're setting with the trailer is what they keep. Because if it is... It, dude, it's going to be hype as fuck. And it's only like six episodes. Yeah. So they're going to have to cram a bunch of shit into six episodes to maybe six hours of it. But I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, the live action Resident Evil film, though, uh, got pushed back to November 24th. Yeah, which I wonder why. I don't know, because I would imagine if they're that close, they've probably already finished up. Yeah, unless... I mean, they've definitely already finished up uh, filming. The only thing that I can see is them trying to squeeze in a fucking reference to Resident Evil 8 with the big vampire bitch. I don't think it would be that. I feel like it might be like a, you know, we want to push it more down the line. With the game? like I I was going to say to get it out But not even then, because the game comes out in May. Yeah. I was going to say to get it out of, like, the summer area. Maybe. So that way they're up against less competition, which if that's why they're doing it. I didn't have high hopes for the movie in the first place. No, fuck no. I'm I'm feeling like maybe that's a bad sign. Yeah. I know the Netflix anime that they're doing that should be coming out this month. I also think it's going to be very okay. They've... To Resident Evil's credit, though, they've had more entertaining animations than they have mm-hmm. movies. Because, like, even if they're dumb as fuck, because, like, most of them are dumb as yeah. fuck, they're still cool. Yeah. And there's still something that will keep your attention. 
I was hoping this live action movie, and I'm sure it's got to be better than like the the ones, well, the Paul W S Anderson movies. Yeah, I like those ones. The first one was cool. I liked all of them. No, God, no. I would. I we. I mean, Brittany went to go watch the last one in theaters, and I was excited for it. I've seen every single one of them in theaters. They're fun. Yeah, but they're them. terrible. They're hella good. I fucking hate them. The I, only moment that I really liked was I don't even remember which one it was, but it's Mila Jovovich's character. I forget what her name is because she's not from the games. But there's a part where she's shooting a bunch of zombies off a boat, mm-hmm. and there's like a like a they're all like on the shore or whatever, and she's like shooting at them with like a submachine gun, mm-hmm. and it, you know it's going like da da da, and her her wrist is rising. And then the camera, like, focuses on her face for a little bit as if she's, like, idea. And then she turns her gun sideways <laughs> and starts firing, and the recoil pulls it across all the zombies. I thought, like, that's stupid. That's dumb as fuck. Love it. Otherwise, I hate those movies. They're yeah, terrible. I love those movies. It, it wasn't until Adrian told me that Leon was in, the, in one of them, and I was like, what? What the fuck? He's in the movie? He's like, yeah, he's the the dude with the shitty hair and the beard. Yep. And then I go back, I was like, holy shit, that's Leon. Yeah, he's <laughs> a bad guy. I, m- dude, that's that- the problem with them, though, is like the Mila Jovovich character, as much as people complain because she's not part of the, the games, she's also the only one that comes off like, okay. Confident. Because <laughs> every time they're like, we're going to pull in a character from the games. They was pulling like the worst version of that character. Dude, I honestly thought, I think it's the third or the fourth one. I thought Eminem was Chris Redfield. <laughs> the guy that's like tied up yeah. or in the cage. I was like, oh shit, they got Eminem. That was a terrible Chris Redfield. I mean, yeah. again, every time they pulled in someone from the games, it was, it was a terrible adaptation of it. But the reason why that worries me is because the other movies suck ass, but at least they're fun to watch. I'm afraid this one's going to suck ass and it's going to be boring. I hope it's not boring. There's no excuse for it to be boring. All I know is the director guy. He he gets my vote every time. Like, I want to watch... Paul W.S. Anderson? I want to watch the Monster Hunter movie. It was on sale for like $4 and I forgot to buy it, but I want to watch... I want to watch it. What I will grant you is I want to watch that movie too. I don't... I'm not excited about the potential of it being amazing. I'm pretty sure it's going to be terrible. But again, at least his movies were still fun to watch. Like, I think they're terrible movies. I will still watch them. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's just one of the things that concerns me about it. One of my favorite pieces of news that has come out, though, is that nine crew members of the Going Mary were arrested off of Aomori Prefecture for the illegal fishing of 3.2 million yen worth of sea cucumbers. That's $28,900. And it was a bunch of dudes in the harbor on a boat named after the Going Mary yeah, from, from One, one Piece. piece yeah. It's the only reason why it made big news is because yeah. they were like, oh, this is... But, like, how do you get away with fishing up 30 grand worth of sea cucumbers before somebody realizes you're not supposed to be doing that? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to imagine, like, even, right, even if it's, like, even if it's 3 in the morning and you snuck your boat out there, it's a big-ass boat, and you're in the middle of the harbor. There's not one person going, what's that boat doing out there? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. What are they pulling up? It's a little early. Maybe I should Maybe I should ask somebody, you know? Hey, what, what the fuck is that boat? Do they do night fishing? Is that a thing here? I've never <laughs> seen that before. 
Are they are some fish more active at night? How do they know it's nighttime? Yeah, there's less light coming through the waves. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny because I like that boat a lot in the in One Piece. It's you know, you have uh, uh, a thing that you get a build, right? Mm-hmm. For the going a little there. model. Yep. Yeah, I remember you excited about that. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to do it today. And then I was like, I get that. Because I used to do the fucking. Did I bug my brother into helping me doing it? And we built it. The only thing left is to put the stickers on it. You guys you still haven't put the stickers on No, I, I don't go to my grandma's house that often anymore. You left it at your grandma's house? Yeah, because that's where I built it. I can't do that shit in my house. There ain't no room. But, like, you can bring it into your house. Yeah, but I don't have any, like, I don't have a desk in my room. What about, like, a shelf? I don't have a shelf in my room. Put up a shelf. I need to go put up a shelf. Another news, the Mario 3D Superstar uh, Game Pack and Mario 35 are no longer available. If you don't know what those are because you're some kind of shut-in, the Mario 3D Super Pack comes with Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Sunshine. There we go, Sunshine. I couldn't remember. You said Sunshine twice. Did I? No, I said... 64. You said Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Sunshine. Oh, and then Galaxy. You get to play <laughs> all three of those games for the low, low price of $60. Well, you don't get to anymore. Nope, not no more. Because uh, they, they were only doing a limited time digitally and physically. So if you didn't pick them up, well, now you're fucked. Yeah. I remember they were even uh, on Twitter after they announced, like, hey, these things are not going to be available anymore. There was this big meme that Mario had died. Yeah, it, it was trending on Twitter actually on the thirty first of March. Thought that was funny. Yeah, well, it got a lot of a lot of people make some good art out of it. Yeah, and then Mario thirty five, if you don't know, is a battle royale style game where you're playing the original Mario as fast as you can, and depending on how fast you do it and what enemies you knock out, will pop those enemies will pop up on the other people's screens. So it's like Tetris 99. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Now, well, now you can't play it no more since it I was, couldn't play it in the first place. I don't have a Switch. Yeah, you know, you need a Switch for it. But um, if you had foresight and not a smooth brain, you would have picked up at least an extra copy of the Mario game to sell for retail. Or not retail, but to scalp because you can't get them no more. And yep. I remember seeing somewhere that the price for them jumped up by like 200%. Wouldn't be surprised. So it was $60. I bet you now you can get it for like 100 bucks or 120 200% would be $180. Which I have an extra one because I, I saw that. I <laughs> used my big brain. But that kind of sucks that people who missed out, I don't know how you could have. Maybe you didn't get a Switch in time. But, yeah. you know, they're probably going to do it again in another five years when then Switch 2 or whatever Nintendo thing comes out with. Yeah. This did raise questions about Nintendo doing this again for the Zelda um, anniversary. Yeah, the ports. They're yeah. saying that uh, I think it's Wind Waker is the next one that's going to be limited. I mean, who knows? So if that's the case, then again, you can bet your ass I'm going to get another one. <laughs> Start buying Switch games even though I don't have one. Dude, yeah. Well, that's what people do with Pokemon cards. When buy, I would... <laughs> buy it, sell them, and, and then use the money to buy a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in other news, since we we, we, weren't, we weren't here last time, the Animal Crossing had a uh, crossover event with Hello Kitty. And I was, man, if you follow the Instagram at the Nakama Podcast Instagram handle, you would have saw that I got a pack for yeah. $7.99. If... I wasn't buying it for my girlfriend. 
I could have sold it for seventy, eighty dollars because people are scalping them for that high. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I was hell. in line as soon as it opened. There was a huge amount of us, but more of them there. They were there for Pokemon cards. But I even asked the guy because it was supposed to be two per per customer. Yeah. And I asked the guys like, "Hey, if I get at the back of the line, can I get another pack? Because it's two per customer." And the guy's like, "I don't even think the people in the back are gonna get a pack." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck." Damn. But Brittany got a pack. That's good. That's all that mattered. Because you only need one pack and you get all the cards. Oh, okay. So it's not like a random thing Mm-mm. where it's like, oh, you might get. No. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And in other news, Sony finally announced that they're closing the PlayStation 3 store and the Vita store. Which I find uh, interesting because things are actually still being published on yeah. the Vita. Yeah. The Vita flopped here in the western world but everywhere else the vita was fucking badass yeah if they came out with the vita too bet your ass i would try to get one i would sell my switch to get one really mm-hmm. as much as i love my switch the vita i talked match it when the vita first came out i was like that's retarded i have a 3ds why would i want this piece of shit that has no games you can play gravity rush and then I got it, and I played Persona 4 Golden and Gravity Rush and all these other games, like these old PlayStation 1 and 2 games that you can get on the Vita. Yeah. And it was like, I take it back. I was a fool. I think the only game that I ever played on the Vita was Gravity Rush. I was like, my eyes were covered, but now I can see. The veil has been lifted <laughs> from my eyes. The Vita is superior. Oh, my God. Dude, if feels nice it had touch screen it had an oled screen yeah thing was fucking badass i mean i guess nothing came out for it though yeah persona 4 golden nothing like new came token and one came out for it i don't even know what that is freedom wars came out for it. what the fuck is freedom wars it's a game where you're free duh (laughs) you understand what i'm saying though right like what the titles that you're pointing out they're not exactly hugely danganronpa was cool Dangaropa was on the Vita first, and then it came out on PlayStation 4 and 5. Or I don't know about 5, but 4 did. Because there was Dangaropa 1, 2, and Maybe 5, but um, I played it on 4. Yeah. So, the Vita had good games. Right, didn't didn't they get like a Danganronpa game that didn't come to the PS4? Wasn't that like a beach one or something? I don't know about it. I want to say there was like an an intermediate Danganronpa game that wasn't like a main title. I know Despair Girls takes place between one and two. No, I don't think that's the one that I'm talking. Because I'm pretty sure Despair Girls came out for the the four. Did it? No, I don't no? think so. Because I think if you get Dangaropa on the PlayStation Four, it's Dangaropa one and two, and then there's the third one that I haven't played. Okay, yeah. then maybe but, that one is the one I'm thinking of. Then. Anyways, yeah, you have until the summer to download buy anything because they said that even when they st- they close down the store, you anything you've bought in, you can still, still re-download. It, yeah. yeah, I might pick up a couple new games if they do a good sell for the Vita, but I need to fix mine up because mine's all scratched up. Because really, I would put it in my pocket and then uh, leave. So and you got your keys and everything. And so it's, it's like, all scratched yeah. up, and then I have the the vita 1000 so it does come with the oled screen because the 2000 is that sheet the cheap shitty led plastic ass motherfucking vita yeah that feels like you can snap it if you try it yeah uh moving on after that outriders 
came out on Tuesday. It's part of Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, if you're an Xbox user, but it came out everywhere. It did really, it's doing really fucking well. It was, I think, the most played game on Steam this week. Yeah, a lot of streamers are playing it. Yeah, the game's very, it feels like Destiny. It feels like kind of like Destiny and Mass Effect, the multiplayer version yeah. of it. So if you like looter shooters, third person cover shooters, then you'll like the game. Yeah, I was watching uh, one of our friends play it, and it looks, I don't know, to me it looked like this like weird mixture of like Gears of War and Vanquish. Yeah, see, I can understand the Gears of War, not Vanquish, though. Because of the sliding, because of the sliding and the teleporty shit. That's, well, that's just what it reminded me of. That's just that character. He ah. chose the trickster, and that's the one that can teleport. Oh, okay. All the other ones can't. Okay, I assumed that it was then. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, so it's like it's like a it's hero a class shooter. Base. Yeah. So okay. there's five classes: the technomancer, the pyromancer, the trickster, and the devastator. I think. I just assumed they were all like guys with guns. No, the cool thing about the game is when you get lit on fire, your hair actually incinerates. So you're you're bald for a little bit. That's pretty cool. And then you just grow it back instantly. That's weird. You're like some weird alien thing. I don't know. I skipped the story. I was like, I don't care. Uh I just want to shoot people. But no, yeah, I saw a little bit of it, and it doesn't look like it's my thing, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, if you don't like looter shooters, then this isn't a game for you. Um, it's also having a lot of uh, server issues. I saw that, yeah. Too many people were trying to play it, and it's running like ass. That's to be expected, though, because, I mean, even something like Sea of Thieves launched, and it had a bunch of server issues because of the, uh -huh. like, the volume yeah. of people. It doesn't really matter. It, at least it doesn't seem to matter how many like server tests you do beforehand because the server test is never going to be representative of the actual volume of people that are going to try to play it at a given time yeah like it might once the game levels out but when a game launches is obviously when it usually has the highest number of concurrent players and that's a hard thing to uh, um estimate yeah, then the game's okay. I haven't played it that much, so. Uh, but in more other news, E3 and Tokyo Game Show are going to be digital, of course. Um, but as far as I'm aware, E3 is actually going to be free. Digital. I believe it's it's going to be similar to the way that they did Crunchyroll, where you didn't have to pay for it, but you did have to sign up for it. Yeah. So you sign up for it. I think they give you like a code or something, and that's your ticket to get in. Yeah, so hopefully E3 now is actually better, and so I'm, I'm tired of E3 rolling around and seeing Markiplier and Jacksepticeye and all these fucking Twitch people that I don't give a fuck for telling me what's going on instead of actually watching the the actual show. Well, you have to remember why that happened. That happened because like E3 used to be this big thing, but a bunch of companies started pulling out because like Blizzard pulled out because they were like, no, we're going to do BlizzCon. Mm -hmm. We're going to do BlizzCon, so we're going to do everything. And Xbox did, started doing their own expo. Sony started doing their own expo. So when it comes to like big publishers and, and shit like that, the actual amount of people that even give a shit about showing things at E3, significantly lower. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll get a Bioware thing since we know they're working on a new Mass Effect. But like beyond that... I can't even tell you anything that I'm excited for that could possibly be showing up mm -hmm. because anything that I'm excited for that might show up at an event this year, I'm immediately like, no, that's probably going to be, what is it, the Game Awards? It's probably going to be yeah. uh, an Xbox thing. It's probably going to be a, a yeah. Sony conference. The only people that I know that get excited for E3 in Tokyo is Adrian and Jacob. They're like the only people that I can think of that are like, oh, you want to hang out? We'll go get a bunch of snacks and 
hang out in a bunch of room, yeah. paint our nails, and watch it. Well, because we like again before when it was bigger, that's what we would do, and I think they still hang on to that because you you know it used to be like a fun event to watch, but now. You know, A, it's spread over a few days, so it's not like we can hang out for the whole thing. Mm. And then B, the big guys that you were always excited for, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Like Tokyo Game Show, I don't think I've ever, ever watched anything of it. I've always just waited until YouTube is like, hey, check out this new game that they showed off. Tokyo Game Show, definitely, I mean, it, it still has more going on, I think, at this point than E3 does. Yeah. But um, it's still, yeah, it's still not that that huge i think the only one that i do get excited for from time to time is the nintendo one like that's the one where i'd be like all right i'll watch this one because most of the time nintendo shit's always good even if it's kind of ass i will watch a dedicated sony conference i will watch a dedicated nintendo conference i will watch a dedicated xbox conference and i'll watch the game awards sometimes no not me but but anything else eh well, the reason why I watch Game Awards is, like, I don't really care who wins any awards. Yeah. It's just also a place where a bunch of publishers are like, let's show off our new games. And that's what I watch it for. It's like, are we going to get some trailers for something cool? I only care about the Game Awards is if one of you guys is hoping that your game that you like is going to win. I'm, I'm like, I hope this other game wins because it's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I was hella surprised that Sekiro won. I was too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I like that one the most for the fact that you can tell who's actually good and who's fucking trash when it mm-hmm. comes to Soul Games. Because if you have a hard time with Sekiro, that just means you play like a bitch. Straight up baby bag bitch in Souls game. Either you're running around with heavy armor, a shield, or you're pulling up with friends. Because whenever I play Souls game, I never thought they were hard. But my character was always naked. For the <laughs> fact that I would always go with the strength build. So I would yeah. have the heaviest weapon... To hit them a couple times and they die. And it's either I dodge the attack and, you know, dodge through it. Or I fucking take the hit and restart. Yeah. Because I, I hate calling friends in Souls games. You're a bitch if you do. And you're a bitch if you use a shield. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really give a rat's ass about Souls games. So yeah. I don't really have an opinion. Uh, Dark Souls 3 was uh, okay for what I played. Yeah, I didn't like that one. But I, or, I didn't I It's didn't my least favorite one. My favorite one is Dark Souls 2, and that's everyone's least favorite. I think when it comes to Souls games, I like the way that they play. I don't care enough about the story no, to I continue. Fucking... No, the only Souls-type game that I got a significant way through was Bloodborne, and it's because that one I actually cared a little bit more about the setting with. I like the setting for Bloodborne. I haven't actually beaten the game. I like how there's Cthulhu monsters in it. Yeah. No, I I haven't beaten any of them, but um, like I've I've played them and I've played a significant amount of the first one, of uh, the second one. Uh, I I don't know, I don't think I even got halfway through the third one, maybe. Yeah. But the, I I got pretty close to the end with Bloodborne. Uh, it's just a matter of like the Dark Souls, like the regular Dark Souls games. I'm not a fan of the world. Like it's kind of boring to me, so I don't get that far into it. I like the combat. Yeah, I like that's the it. combat. I think what drew me in at first was the difficulty, because I definitely like when games are difficult, but when they're not bullshit difficult. Yeah. Because I was going to wait for Cuphead to go on sale, and then you're like, this game is hard. And that instantly triggered me to be like, how hard is it? And then, and then like, I, I bought it. I have to beat this game before. And yeah. And then I bought it. the game before. And then I beat it before you. 
And I didn't think it was that hard. And I was like, oh, it's pretty fun. And the same with Doom, Doom Eternal. Yeah. I thought the game was fucking trash. The base game, the DLC, Adrian and Jacob were like, oh my God, it's so damn hard. I can't get, do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what difficulty are you guys playing on? They're like, normal. And I was like, now I'm triggered to see how hard it is. <laughs> and then I get it. And I was like, that wasn't hard. That was fucking fun. That was better than the base game. And, and then part two came out. And that was fucking trash. Yeah, I've heard some people complaining about it, yeah. And then it wasn't until today that I... Uh, was watching a video and they were saying that they actually made the first DLC easier to fall in line with their difficulty settings because apparently it was too hard and it's just like what? What the fuck? Well, uh, I know that there are two particular bosses in that um, DLC that a lot of people have trouble with. Yeah, They had because they now they made it easier. Yeah, well, you had trouble yeah. with and uh, um, that's, I mean, again, that's probably why they did it is because a lot of people were complaining about it. And to me, it's just like if it's on normal, do normal was just right. Like I went back and to do it on hard after I beat the first DLC. And it's like it's a lot more hectic because now I have to do everything even better. But it was still like the first DLC was so fucking good. That's why when the second one came out, I was excited for it. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer. It's like, OK, so now it's just Warhammer Cross Doom. And then I played it, and then I beat it in, like, three hours, and I was like, that was it? Yeah. Never again. The last two things I want to talk about are mini-reviews for Dead by Daylight. The new chapter came out. The new killer, I, you're going to have to say the killer. The first one is the killer. Ji-Woon? Is the killer who is a K-pop artist who has a tendency of murdering people by throwing knives at them. That's weird. His character is the most human killer of them all. Because he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Like Scream, but not without a mask. He doesn't have a mask. That's that's a weird concept. More people, and then the survivor is young Jin Lee, which more people like them aesthetically than their actual perks, because Jin Woo... His kid's kind of trash. Like, I remember everyone was saying, like, oh, dude, he's, he's a weak killer. He's like Legion, where you have to put so much effort to count to down someone. <clears throat> but when I was watching a little bit of gameplay, I was like, how does this, how is he hard? Like, how is he hard to be good with? He just throws knives at people and then they fall over. But act, actually trying him out, it's like, no, yeah, he is pretty weak. Like, you have to really fucking commit to down someone with his power his throwing knife power which you would think would be really op but it's not Mm -hmm. and then the survivors perks are just trash why what kind of perks do they have the her perks is uh, i forgot the name of them but it's pretty much they were all they're all like solo perks like they don't help the team out Uh, okay so that's why they're kind of trash they're more about like you get benefits as your teammates die around you. Yeah. Because there's a new exhaustion perk, and it's called, like, show power or stopping power. Yeah. So if you stun a killer with the pallet, you gain a speed boost, which can be helpful, but that one's very situational where it's, like, you need a pallet, yeah. and then the killer has to be stunned. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, okay, well, that's kind of cool when it goes off, but you're better with a sprint burst or dead hard, even lift. But the the new killers are out, 
Again, more people. If you go to Twitter, if you follow the Dead by Daylight community, you're probably tired of seeing the killer because so many people have a hard on for the killer. And even in the lobby screen, when you're waiting to start a match, you know, you when you play as the killer, it's always like the third point of view. So you're yeah. looking over their shoulder and you're hearing them breathe. Yeah. Uh, Jin Woo will actually look at the camera and then wink at you. Like he knows you're there. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And then the other sort of review is for Monster and Arise. It came out last week. Yeah. Played hell of it. The game isn't hard, um, but I'm saying that as a veteran. So I definitely did fall into that mentality where it's like Monster Hunter isn't hard anymore. It's baby back shit. But it's just like I started with three ultimate played every single entry since. Yeah. They stop being hard once you know how the combat flows. Yeah. That's how I like the same with Souls. They're, your first one's the hardest one. That's because you're new to the environment. But after that, it's not that the game gets easier. It's just you've gotten better. Yeah. Well, because I know a lot of people are hating that the game's too easy. But it's like if you played for you, if you played three or gen, or if this isn't your first one, then of course it's going to be easy. Even if you started off with World, which I thought it was super easy. Yeah. It's just like, like I've already played it. Mm-hmm. I already know how the great sword works. I already know how the combat goes. So yeah, it's not that it, it's there's not that no it's significant hard. changes to the way that the game plays. So you already go in knowing. Yeah. If anything, you know, they do make something streamlined. Like they kept the healing while moving from world. The wire bug is a new entry for Rise, which I prefer better than the clutch claw because, you know, you can kind of be like Spider-Man zipping around. The new moves that they added for the wire bug are pretty cool. I don't like the one for the greatsword because they're not that useful, but I'm using the greatsword. I'm just trying to smack the shit out of the, the monster. Yeah. But the game is short. You can reach the highest rank, which as of this point is HR7, so just high rank, in like a day. Like if you actually sat there and played it. For a full 24 hours, you would get done around the 20-hour mark. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah, not that long. So you, you fight all the monsters at least once. and then Significantly and like, shorter time than World. Yeah. Because I remember I, I played maybe like the first four hours of World, and that was so little <laughs> that uh, both you and... Oh, I forgot who else. Oh, it was Vince, Jacob. maybe? No, it was uh, Jacob. Jacob? We're basically saying, like, uh, they basically haven't played it then. Like, yeah. That's, like, bare minimum to mm-hmm. understand it. Yeah, and this one, they, they just took out all the fluff about, like, oh, go get me eight mushrooms here and give me five bones there. Now you still do that a little bit, but other than that, it kind of throws you in right into it. It's more focused on the actual monster fights. Yeah. Oh, okay. The story for it is kind of weak. You can finish it, I think, before HR3 or three-star village quests where it's, yeah. like, there's no immediate danger in the village. This time you're just, you were born there. You finally passed your hunter exam. Now you're a hunter. And as soon as it happens, the the town villager bro was like, hey, the rampage is coming. And it's like, what's a rampage? And it's like, oh, it's a bunch of monsters trying to attack the village. And it's up to you to save the day. You do that and then you fight the flagship. It's just like a regular thing that happens. Yeah, to it's the just village. a regular thing that happens to the village. It's like, uh, it's about April. Yeah. So that's why it's called the rampage. It's like, if you don't stop this, they're going to rampage the village. I guess that makes sense. So then the the big, the whole point of the story is you got to stop the flagship monster, Magnolala. I can't pronounce the name. And the, his his only thing about that is he shows up after the rampage. Yeah. Eat the monsters that you fucked up because they're that's a weekend. Cool. So he's just like, sweet dinner time. That's cool. He's a scavenger. Yeah. 
But he's a big ass samurai looking dog. That's awesome. What's the spear tail? So that's how I feel about Monster and Rise. It's a it's a good game. But it's hella short. short. But I'm pretty sure they're just gonna do DLCs like how they did with World, or it's like, oh fucking, here's your hunter rank uncapped. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go about that route because like a lot of people for a while have been talking about how Monster Hunter can just be one of those games where like mm. it can just be a game where they continually add content. Yeah, I think that's it. This is uh, this is the end for for the podcast forever. Just fuck <laughs> everyone. It's the end of the podcast <laughs> for the day. We're already done with the news. So Yeah. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Instagram.com slash podcast. You can find us at Twitter at Twitter.com slash pod, Or it's the other way around. Either way, yeah, either you find way. the logo, you'll find us. We also have a TikTok now. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, you can find us on there at Nakama Podcast as well. We're going to have some uh, some regular updates on there. Yeah, check out the Instagram for sure because that's the one I'm more familiar with. It's definitely with. the one that I'm the more active with too. Yeah. At the uh, very least, if I'm not posting regularly because I mean, as far as posting goes, we tend to do one a week or maybe two. Um, yeah. I'm at least looking at it the most. Yeah, so. that's the one I look at the most too. And if you play Monster Hunter and you want to play, I'll post my uh, fucking Switch code. I almost said gamer code. <laughs> in a, Your friend code. Yeah, my friend code. So if any of you guys want to play Rise... I'm more than willing to carry you because I have broad shoulders. <laughs> I'm not carrying anybody. I have a bad back. And you don't have a switch. And I don't have a switch. Just borrow Jacobs. He doesn't even use his. <laughs> Let's be real here. If I had a switch, I'd still be dog shit. Yeah, you would. Anyways, that that's it for the that's podcast. It for the, that's it for the podcast. You follow can follow us, us on, on those, those socials. Instagrams. Yeah. On the TikTok. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. Maybe some I ideas about what to do. I definitely want to hear some feedback because fuck you fake Persona fans. <laughs> but uh, until next week, we'll, we'll see you guys. Bye.